Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 185 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Hello Neighbor 2 and the DLCs, Far Cry 6 Lost Between Worlds and Back for Blood, River of Blood. The games coming out this week include Potion Craft, Infinite Guitars, High on Life, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, Grime, Vampire Survivors, Legacy of the Moon Spell, Cassiodora, Reverse City Girls 2, It's Cookie, Alpha Day Neo, and Airy Path of Corruption. An update for Xbox Game Pass. A number of Riot games and benefits are now coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. For Valorant, all current agents, access to every new agent as soon as they're released, and 20% match XP boost given to Battle Pass, Event Pass, and Active Agent Contract Progress. For League of Legends, all 160 plus champions, access to every new champion as soon as they're released, and 20% XP boost. Legends of Runeterra, all cards and foundations set. Teamfight Tactics, one star rare little legend tacticians and four area skins available until April 2023, and one arena skin that's on a monthly rotation thereafter. League of Legends Wild Rift coming in January. Unlocked benefits include all 80 plus champions, Tailwind access to every new champion as soon as they're released, and plus 20% XP boost. Plus an added benefit, players who link their accounts before January 1st, 2023 will receive even more bonus rewards from Riot. Valerie, Pocket Sage Buddy, League of Legends, Masterwork Chest and Key, Teamfight Tactics, Little Legend Rare Egg, Wild Rift, Random Emote Chest, and Legends of Runeterra Prismatic Chest. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have five to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft says it's ready for a court battle after FTC sues to block Activision deal. Tom Ivan at VGC writes, On Thursday, the US regulator said that it was attempting to block the $68.7 billion deal because it believed it would enable Microsoft to, quote, suppress competitors, end quote, to its Xbox consoles and its subscription content and cloud gaming business. In an official response to the news, Microsoft President Brad Smith said the company was confident in its case and would attempt to prove that the deal was non-anti-competitive. Quote, we continue to believe that this deal will expand competition and create even more opportunities for gamers and game developers, end quote, he said. Quote, we have been committed since day one to addressing competition concerns, including by offering earlier this week proposed concessions to the FTC. While we believed in giving peace a chance, we have complete confidence in our case and welcome the opportunity to prevent our case in court, end quote. Smith's sentiments were echoed by Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick, who addressed the FTC's decision to file a lawsuit in a letter sent to employees on Thursday. Quote, this sounds alarming, so I want to reinforce my confidence that this deal will close, end quote, he wrote. Quote, the allegation that this deal is anti-competitive doesn't align with the facts and we all believe we will win this challenge. Thanks to the hard work by all of you every day, we're on a strong path bringing epic joy to players around the world with what I believe are the greatest games in the industry. At the same time, the competitive landscape is shifting. And simply put, a combined Microsoft ABK will be good for players, good for employees, good for competition, and good for the industry." In a bid to help gain approval for its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard earlier this week, Microsoft said it offered Sony a 10-year legally enforceable contract to make each new Call of Duty game available on PlayStation the same day it comes to Xbox. It also entered a similar deal with Nintendo and offered one to Steam owner Valve too. However, this wasn't enough to address the concerns held by the FTC, 
which claimed Microsoft has a track record of acquiring valuable gaming content like upcoming Bethesda games Starfield and Redfield and making them Xbox exclusives. Quote, despite assurances it had given to the European antitrust authorities that it had no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles, end quote. The FTC claimed, quote, with control over Activision's blockbuster franchises, Microsoft would have both the means and motive to harm competition by manipulating Activision's pricing, degrading Activision's game quality, or player experience on rival consoles and gaming services, changing the terms and timing of access to Activision's content, or withholding content from competitors entirely, resulting in harm to consumers, end quote. The European Commission and the UK's Competition and Market Authority recently launched in-depth probes into Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard amid concerns that the deal could result in a substantial lessening of competition. The story that simply won't stop and will not stop until it is concluded, and hopefully at this rate we understand by June of 2023. Having no insight into how modern law works, I still feel like this deal is going to go through. It simply seems crazy that they would be able to block it as Microsoft is far and away in third place when you compare them to Sony and Nintendo. Fourth place if you include Valve. It does seem like in the end Sony is doing themselves a complete disservice by rubbing everyone the wrong way with how hard they are willing to block this deal going through. I don't know, I'm just excited for this to be over, whether Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard and I get to play Call of Duty every year through Game Pass or not. Number 2. Everything announced at the Game Awards 2022. So I want to give credit to Wesley Yoonpool at Eurogamer who gave us sentence updates for everything that was announced. He's going to talk about a lot of videos and context so if you want more information check out the article or do some research because in my opinion it was a really great show. That's a wrap on the Game Awards 2022 and the last big video game event of the year. The show gave us a lot of what we had expected, plenty of what we had leaked, and more than a few surprises. Here are all the announcements, trailers, and news Chef Keighley and co. had to give the gaming world. The Game Awards kicked off with a cinematic for Dead Cells DLC Return to Castlevania, which comes out Q1 2023. It's a new Castlevania, sort of. We then got a short video for super popular roguelike shoot-em-up Vampire Survivors on mobile. It's out now. Surprise, there's a Valiant Hearts sequel in the works from Ubisoft. It's called Valiant Hearts Coming Home. And then finally, we got confirmation of PlayStation 5 exclusives Returnals Arrival on PC. It's due out early 2023. Brand new game announcement time. Hellboy Web of Word is a roguelite action adventure created in a comic book style. Here's a fresh look at PSVR 2 game Horizon Call of the Mountain. Raw Fury showed off a Silent Hill-esque car game called Post Trauma. It's got fixed camera angles and everything. PlayStation has picked up cool looking first person puzzle game Viewfinder. Indie Hit Among Us gets a new game mode called Hide and Seek on December 9th. After Us is a new atmospheric adventure game published by Silent Division and due out 2023. Cool looking side scrolling alternative 80s action game Replaced is finally due out next year and is coming to Game Pass. Here's a new trailer. Street Fighter 6 time, I'm really looking forward to this one. The new trailer showed off DJ, Manon, Marissa, and JP. It's out June 2nd, 2023. Here's a cool surprise. Supergiant announced Hades 2. It's the studio's first sequel. Expect more information in 2023. Here's the debut trailer. Remember Bioshock chief developer Ken Levine? He's back. His next game is Judas, and yep, it looks like Bioshock. Here's another big surprise. Bayonet Origins, Ceriza and the Lost Demon is an action-adventure fairy tale prequel due out March 17th, 2023 on Nintendo Switch. Here's your trailer for VR game Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord due out on MetaQuest 2 and PlayStation VR 2 in 2023. Here's a look at Destiny 2 Expansion Lightfall due out February 28th, 2023. 
Remember Rock City Suicide Squad game? It's still coming. The new trailer reveals evil Batman played by the late Kevin Conroy. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League comes out May 22nd, 2023. The Last of Us Part 1 comes out March 3rd, 2023 on PC. Moving on, here's the expected trailer and release date confirmation of Respawn Star Wars Jedi Survivor. It's due out March 17th, 2023. Indie Time from the creators of Celeste comes Earthblade due out some point in 2024. Dune Time, here's a first in-engine look at Funcom's open-world survival MMO Dune Awakening. Forspoken's demo is out now, here's a trailer. Here's the next game from Hideo Kojima, and yes, Norman Reedus has been revealed, it's Death Stranding 2. Here's a first look at Ascendant Studio single-player magic shooter Immortals of Avium, due out in 2023. It's published by the EA Originals label. Here's a story and gameplay teaser for fighting game Tekken 8, Jun Kazama Returns. Here's a new look at Victorian fantasy adventure Nightingale, due out 2023. Valerian Studios announced a release window for hotly anticipated role-playing game Baldur's Gate 3, due out August 2023. Airship Syndicate announced character-based online action RPG Wayfinder. It's published by Warframe developer Digital Extremes. Here's a trailer revealing Fire Emblem Engaged Expansion Pass, which launches on January 20th. It's Diablo 4 time. The new trailer confirms the leaked June 6, 2023 release date. As expected, Sony revealed Horizon Forbidden West DLC, it's called Burning Shores, and launches April 19th, 2023. Unexpectedly, it's only coming to PS5. Amazon is bringing Bandai Namco's massively multiplayer action RPG Blue Protocol West in 2023. Moving on, here's a trailer for Gunfire Games Remnant 2. Splash Damage is making Transformers reactivate, here's the trailer. Here's a new clip from the Super Smash Bros. movie showing off Mushroom Kingdom. Don't Nod's next game came next, it's an action RPG called Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden and it's due out at the end of 2023. For the Emperor, here's a new look at Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2 due out 2023. Meet Your Makers, a building rating game coming to consoles on PC on April 4th, 2023. The expected Crash Bandicoot reveal came next, Crash Team Rumble launches at some point in 2023. The Lords of the Fallen got a new trailer. Michael Madsen is in a new game. Crime Boss Rock A City is a first-person shooter heist game with an all-star cast, Chuck Norris, and launches March 28th, 2023. Cyberpunk 2077 DLC Phantom Liberty. The big surprise here is Idris Elba is in it. The ones due out in 2023. This was a big surprise. From Software announced Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon due out 2023. The final world premiere of the Game Awards 2022 was a new trailer for Final Fantasy 16. Dubbed Revenge, it's confirmed as a June 22nd, 2023 release date for the hotly anticipated RPG. What a Game Awards it was for everyone. What a Game Awards it wasn't for an Xbox fan. Literally no announcements. Absolutely shocking, absolutely bewildering. The only thing that makes sense is that they didn't want to show off how good and exciting their 2023 is with the Activision Blizzard lawsuit now looming. How do you not show Starfield? If it wasn't for the Breath of the Wild sequel, this is easily the most anticipated game coming out in the next few years. So many words, so many feelings, but simply disappointment is the word that renowns over all. Number three, Starfield will be $70 as Microsoft confirms new gen price hike. Zach Zawizen at Kotaku writes, Starting next year, Microsoft will raise the price of its first party games from $60 to $70, joining other publishers and video game companies who are doing the same. Welcome to the era of the $70 game, folks. For a few years now, publishers and developers have hinted at game prices increasing as development costs rise and expense to maintain online games becomes more and more popular. 
And while some $70 games popped up with the launch of the PS5 and the Series X and S in 2020, it wasn't until the fall that we saw more of the industry move towards this new, higher price with the release of $70 games like Gotham Knights, Modern Warfare 2, and God of War Ragnarok on PS5. And next year Microsoft, which had held back on raising prices this holiday season, joins other publishers and developers in this new, raw, pricier era of video games. As reported by IGN earlier today, Xbox has confirmed that its future first-party games developed for its next-gen Xbox consoles will cost $70 starting next year. This includes titles like Bethesda's highly anticipated sci-fi RPG Starfield, as well as Arkane's weapon vampire shooter Redfall and the next Forza Motorsport. Quote, this price reflects the content, scale, and technical complexity of these titles, end quote, a Microsoft spokesperson told IGN. Quote, as with all games developed by our teams at Xbox, they will be available with Game Pass the same day they launch, end quote. This is not surprising, it is necessary. Games are cheaper than ever when you look back at games and the cost and rising increase with inflation. I respect paying $70 for new games, I don't have a problem with it because games just cost so much money. This only adds value to Game Pass, which is clearly going up in 2023, but even if it goes up $5, $10, to me, it is still worth it. Number 4. Elden Ring's Coliseum DLC is real, free, and releasing tomorrow. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes. From Software has confirmed that Elden Ring's long-rumored Coliseum DLC is real, and it's available tomorrow, December 7th, for free. Revealed in a new trailer, the Coliseum update unsurprisingly adds new PvP modes that lets players face off in the grand arenas scattered around the lands between. The trailer doesn't go into specifics on what's new with all these modes, but will be does clearly show both one-on-one -on -one battles alongside what appears to be doubles or even three-on-three -three fights. The trailer description also mentions free-for-alls. Quote, come forth warriors and bask in the glory of the Coliseum, end quote, it reads, quote, the Coliseums of Limgrave, Landell, and Khalid will open their gates allowing players to engage in battles such as duels, free-for-alls, and team fights, end quote. The Coliseums have existed within the game since its launch, but have been inaccessible in normal gameplay. That didn't stop some people from exploring the area, though, as some modders got it working as early as April. Elden Ring, game of the year officially, and there's so many fans that absolutely love this game and adore it, I have not tried it myself, I want to, just being a fan of the industry, because of how many people have complimented it so well for its open world design. I will try it in 2023, that is an informal promise, we shall see, but it seems like many people are excited, so more power to you to play in some PvP in this game. And number 5, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 mid-season update includes a raid and soccer themed LTM. SE Doster and GameSpot writes, Activision has announced that the mid-season update for Season 1 of Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 arrives on December 14th. Season 1 reloaded Wild Shipment as the new multiplayer map, a soccer-themed Warzone LTM, and Call of Duty's first ever raid. Here we highlight the biggest announcements of the update. For Battle Royale, Call of Duty continues to celebrate the Men's World Cup by adding a Rocket League-style Warzone Cup as a limited time mode. This mode brings two teams of three players to a soccer field with ATV action. Players will have special ATVs with the pulse ability to push a massive soccer ball into the other team's goal. The winner of the Warzone Cup match is the first team to score five goals, or the team with the most goals at the end of the five minute time limit. Warzone 2's DMZ mode is getting a brand new location, which Activision describes as a classified building codenamed Building 21. And players will need to uncover how to find and access the new area. The location is teased to have high tier contraband weapons and loot. For multiplayer, the shipment map from the 2007's Modern Warfare is making a return with a mid-season update, but the version of the classic map features a stormy setting on a cargo ship at sea. The map will also be holiday themed, and the festive visual overhaul will stick around from December 21st through January 4th. In addition to a new map, players can expect Call of Duty's first Destiny-style raid. With the launch of Episode 1, Adam Grad, 
Activision says the raid will continue from the events of the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, following Price, Farah, and Gaz as they make a grim discovery in an underground bunker. Players who successfully complete the raid will unlock a familiar face as a brand new operator to use across multiplayer in Warzone 2. The first completion will also unlock a harder difficulty playtest to test the player's skill. Additionally, there will be intel to find that awards additional cosmetic items and story info. I'm very intrigued as what a Call of Duty raid could be coming from a huge Destiny 2 fan. I will wait to see what people say and jump in if they say it's good. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is going to be about how much money Xbox loses on each current-gen console. Credit to Zach Zwine at Kotaku. Microsoft loses between $100 to $200 on every Xbox console it sells. Video game consoles are very expensive pieces of computer hardware crammed into relatively small boxes and packaged with pricey controllers. So it's not surprising to hear that Microsoft isn't making money selling Xbox consoles. In fact, these days it loses up to $200 for every console sold. Previously, Xbox boss and Microsoft head of gaming Phil Spencer had explained that the company may still raise prices on some things, though not during this holiday season. While many guessed he was talking about Game Pass or Xbox Live, it's also possible Microsoft could raise the price of its budget console, the next-gen Xbox Series S. This seems even more possible now that Spencer's confirmed the company loses money on every console sold. At a recent WSG Tech Live event, as reported by CNBC, Spencer talked about how video games and the Xbox brand in specific are doing during the ongoing economic downturn. Rising prices and record inflation are putting a pinch on many as dollars don't go as far as they used to. During the live event, Spencer confirmed that Microsoft loses around $100 to $200 every time it sells the $500 Xbox Series X or the smaller $300 Xbox Series S. A fun, unfun fact about what Microsoft actually loses on every console. Now, it was clearly predicted with the power of these boxes at the cost that they were that they were losing, but it was really surprising to hear they were losing as much as they were. Thank you, Xbox, for giving us that subsidized cost as we buy games or subscribe to Game Pass to keep those console prices where they currently are. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I haven't had much time to game, but I'm excited to finish up my platinum, hopefully, of God of War Ragnarok. And then I think I'm going to try Pentiment next as I finish up my replaythrough of Resident Evil 4 through Xbox Cloud Gaming Remote Play on my Backbone controller through the Xbox One port. My name is Brian Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brozo93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.